Hello, this is your girl Shanti keeping it 100. I'm back. Y'all already know here, I'm going to keep it real and authentic. Yes, 2023, man. 2022 was like the most amazing year for me. I could never forget I got married. Oh my God. Um, And now I'm ready to dive into some topics. I want to kind of talk about mirroring today. And the reason I want to address mirroring is because I don't think a lot of people understand like people have identity issues sometimes or people are trying to find themselves and sometimes the way that they try to find themselves is basically mirroring your life or basically saying something that you said and it's almost like hold up wait a minute I just said that yesterday and I'm hearing this person say that today and I'm not basically sitting here and telling you like if somebody said a slang like say if you said something like y'all and then somebody said y'all tomorrow that that's going to be like an example of mirroring I can give you an example everything you do or say that person is basically almost identically like you. Like it almost feels like that they're taking your personality. They're taking, it's like they're becoming you. It's like the weirdest situation ever. Like, um, I think it's a different thing where if you say, if you have a friend and y'all both agree that y'all are going to go to nursing school together and accomplish things, accomplish such an amazing goal together, or, you know, maybe y'all both um, work on goals together where y'all accomplish like maybe getting a good credit score together you know and work on like setting up things that could be helpful because I do feel like in relationships it's really healthy to have people in your life that you can be able to talk about ways to grow that is not a thing that is not an example of mirroring a person to mirror someone is almost like okay every time a person tells you something you basically are trying to do what that person is doing sometimes before they can even do it. And, and and then other people from the outside may think that you're copying that person when really you may be discussing certain things with a friend or a family member. And as soon as they hear you say you're about to do this, they go do it before you. And it looks like you're following behind them. And it, all, it looks like as if that it's a situation where every time this person is doing something, you're doing it when really it was your ideal and they just are beating you to it. Because what I can tell you about people that mirror other people's lives is that they always have to wait on your next move because they can't keep up. And I I can also say that, like, that's why I say said in, in my podcast, uh, you know, many. Well, it's been like almost a year and a half now since I've had my podcast. But when I talked about how people like to compete with you, I don't think it's I think it's really, really crazy that people want to compete with their loved ones or compete with their friends. If anything, you should be uh, wanting to see people win and you shouldn't want what others have. Like, I wouldn't want to uh, get a home because someone else have a home. I've been knowing people that have had homes for many, many years. And it's not like I'm going to go run and get a house because I see another person get a house. But some people, they could see someone doing great in their life and they want to mirror that. They want to, they'll mirror that life to where it can put them in so much debt. When you're trying to mirror a person's life and become a person and basically mirror their personality, do everything that they're doing, it can get you in a place where you're miserable and you're unhappy because you're basically trying to keep up with someone and that is not even what God intends for your life. Their blessings are not your blessings. Your blessings are going to come. You just have to have faith and you have to know yourself and figure out who you are. And if you don't know who you are because maybe you have been torn down in a relationship or maybe you have lost 
your self-worth or lost your identity because maybe your partner has tore you down and told you that you are nothing. Nobody's going to want you because you have this amount of kids. Nobody's going to want you because you, you know, you, you, you are a, you, you know, you have a name out there for yourself. I'm here to tell you that that's all a lie and that you deserve to be loved. But it, you know, just imagine trying to wait on someone else to do something and you haven't, and, and you're trying to mirror their lives and it's making you miserable in the process because if someone else has a house and that house, for example, is a half a million house, half a million dollar house, and you decide that you want to get a half a million dollar house just like them, but your finances are not in a place to do that. Can you imagine the type of debt and type of problems that can cause if you're a married woman? You know, like that can be a lot of uh, problems in your marriage. You cannot wait on others to do certain things and then decide to do them. You have to basically be able to find your own self and be able to have your own sense of identity to know what you want. And what you want does not have to be someone else's dreams, does not have to be somebody else's career, doesn't have to be somebody else's walk with whatever journey they're deciding to do. It's about basically discovering who you are as a person and knowing what you want. Because when you mirror someone else's life, all that can do is cause more problems in your life. Because say if you're trying to keep up with the Joneses and they're actually they've actually planned this, they've worked hard for this. They they may have saved for five years to get a home. And something that they've saved up for five years, you're trying to do maybe in six months and you're wondering why you're so stressed out maybe you're trying to maybe you have like up to three to four jobs because you, because you have not planned out what you really wanted to do with your life and you're basically mirroring what another person have with their life and you're trying to keep up with them and do exactly what they're doing because what they're doing seems like it's working so you think that it can work for you but I'm here to tell you that it will never work and if it works, you're going to be miserable trying to keep up because some people blessings or some people that have made plans to do something, certain things, that's their plans. That's not your life. You can't wait on other people to do things and try to follow their lead because that's basically unhealthy for you. And it's going to be unhealthy for your relationship, your marriage, your friendships. It's just not OK. It's really an unhealthy trait and it's scary. Like, I can sit here and tell you that I was one of those people that I can see, you know, friends and family members so successful and be happy and root for them. I could see people getting married. I could see people get houses. And it never made me feel like, oh, my goodness, I want to get a home right now because someone else have a home. Because you want to know why? Their blessing is for them. They work hard for their blessing. And when God wants me to have that home, I'm going to have that home, but I'm going to have a home that is not going to cause me a headache. You understand what I'm saying? I want to get a home that I'm, I've been able to save up enough money. My credit score is in a good place to where I know that I'm not going to be upside down in payments. God forbid if something breaks in the house, I have enough money put to the side to where I can be able to cover, you know, anything that breaks, whether it's plumbing, whatever I need to do, I'm already planning. So that's why I've, I've always looked at other people's blessings as their blessings. Other people walks as their walks. I don't want what someone else have. I want what God has for me and what I and what I want is going to be totally different from another person. So if you're having an identity issue and you're mirroring what another person's life 
you can change that. You don't you can you can wake up today and say, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore because this is making me miserable. I can't keep on trying to do what others are doing. I have to do what I need to do for me. I got to do what makes me happy. You know, and I think social media has a big impact on a lot of these situations, too, because I think a lot of times people go on social media and they see certain things and they see certain lifestyles and they want to have those lifestyles, but they don't know how hard some people have worked to get to where they're at. And you just want the same success that person had overnight, but that person may have put five to 10 years into success to get maybe a mansion or to get that nice luxury car that you see them driving in. They've worked hard for it and you want what they have. And you're trying to get what they have overnight, but it doesn't work that way. There's no such thing as an overnight success. There's no such thing as, you know, basically every time someone does something, you try to do it and and it might work out in your favor. You have to be able to, to learn that, Everyone else's journey is not your journey. Everyone else's path and what they want for themselves does not have to be your path. Find yourself, write down some things you're passionate about, and take your time. And a real person ain't going to get mad because other people are winning. A real person ain't going to get mad because everyone have businesses. A real person in your life is going to be still rooting for you even if their life is not going the way they, they, they planned it. You know? That's the type of people that you need in your circle. Now, the beautiful thing about life is that you don't want to have no losers in your circle. You don't want to have people that don't have a winning mentality. So if you have people in your life that are winning, that's amazing. That means that you're going to be a winner nine times out of 10. But you have to find out what you're good at winning at. And you cannot try to mirror another person's life or take another person's dream or wait on another person to make their move so you can make a move. You have to make moves for yourself and you have to motivate yourself and find out what you are passionate about. Not everybody is meant to have kids. Not everybody is meant to have a house. Not everybody is meant to, you know, be in relationships. And I know that might sound crazy, but some people are just not meant to be in relationships. Some people are not meant to be married. These are things that some people realize later down the line, later down the line. But if you're marrying someone in life, you might try to do things that you were never meant to do. You might not have never been a person to want to have kids, but because you see your friend having kids, now you want to have kids. You may not have been a person that that ever really wanted to have a responsibility of a house because maybe you felt like, you know, you prefer renting, but you're getting a house because you see someone else getting a house. If you are doing things because other people are doing it, it could be one or three things. You're mirroring a person's life. You're competing with a person. You're secretly are jealous or envious of another person's come up. And these things are not good characteristics as a friend, as a mother, as a father, as a sibling. Um, I mean, even as a pastor, as a coach, as a as an influencer. I mean, these these characteristics are not okay. Because you want to you don't want to have those type of characteristics um in you. You want to be able to say, you know what, I'm someone that's a person can trust. If someone comes tell me, Hey, I want to, I'm going to give you an example. Someone comes tells you their dreams. They can trust that, it, that their dreams are safe with you. But if they come tell you something and next thing you know, you're doing something that they just said. And then 
now that person is is forced to be quiet because they feel like, dang, if I say something, it's going to make it seem like I am not happy for you. No, you're happy for someone, but you don't want someone to take something that you talked about doing away from you. That's like if you come up with an, uh, an idea to maybe come out with a certain product and then you say you're going to come out with this product very soon. But then you see that maybe a certain friend came out with that same product that you just said. But they just basically change it around a little bit and they're trying to act like they don't know what they just did. So now you look like the bad person if you call them out on it and say, hey, you know, I, I was talking about coming up with a, a product. You were asking me a lot of questions about what I wanted to do. And I told you. And then next thing you know, you go behind my back and you steal my idea. Listen, people do this every day. You see it in the music industry where people take people hooks and people songs, lyrics, all kind of stuff. What I'm learning in life is that it's okay to do things and then tell a person afterwards or let a person see after you do it. You don't have to let a person know your every move. You can move in silence. There's nothing wrong with being secret about certain things you're doing because when you tell people things, not everyone wants to see you win. And some people might actually try to take your ideas. And it's like, I just don't think that, that that is okay. That's not being a genuine person if you're taking from someone that has worked hard on an idea or, or taking something from someone to make it seem like it was something that you created. And then, and then when that person calls you out on it, you're gaslighting or you're acting as if you don't know what you did, what you're doing. You have situations like that all the time where friendships and relationships and even things with family fall apart because you trusted someone and this person turned their back on you or this person maybe got greedy. I'm a firm believer in that when people say, Oh, you know, money, uh, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. I believe that because if you love money more than you love anybody else, you are going to do some things to get keep that money. And when I say love money more than anything else, I'm going to just say this. People say that, oh, this person got so nasty because they got more money. But I'm here to tell you that that person was always already nasty the money basically just made them who they were and brought that side out even more. If you're a good person and you're compassionate and you have empathy and you're great and you're great, you're going to basically be who you you're going to just basically be more of that with money. You're going to be more generous. You you're not going to change who you are just because you have money. You're going Hello, y'all. I'm back from break. I hope y'all got some water, went to the bathroom. Uh, we were talking about uh, money, the love of money being the root of all evil. But I kind of want to move on to a, uh, another topic. And I kind of want to talk about trauma bonding. Um, I kind of want to express some things to y'all because I don't think a lot of people realize the importance of understanding trauma bonding. Trauma bonding happens when in your family, you feel responsible for whatever is done, like whatever happened to you, you feel like it was your fault, you know? Like, for example, you know, um, say if you got called certain names growing up or you got called stupid or dumb or, you know, you was told that you was never going to be anything. Maybe you start when you're young saying to yourself, like, you know what? That was my fault. You know, I should have listened and, and I would have never got called that name. Um, so, as you get older and stuff like you don't you don't learn how to set any healthy boundaries and you know you're experiencing things in your childhood that 
really is not healthy. And as you get older, you you look when you don't even realize that the relationships that you're creating are also built on trauma binding. Ain't that deep? Um, and a lot of this is, is stemmed from a lot of children growing up in abusive households. And when I say abusive households, just because you did not see your mom or dad, um, I'm, I'm okay. Just just because you didn't see your mom or dad get hit doesn't mean that it wasn't abusive. It could have been because verbal abuse is just as bad, right? But it could be the situation where you seen your parents getting abused and that affected you so much, you know, and, and it created a certain trauma in you or a certain experience in you that you didn't even realize that you had. So, you you know, a lot of times we see a lot of people say, oh, black women, you know, they don't, they always want so strong or so independent. But it's like some black women have been on, have always been in survival mode due to feeling like a lot of their situations that they seen their parents in, they didn't, you know, they wanted to be stronger. And I think that for some women, it created a situation where, they were too strong and it scared some men away and they didn't even know how to allow a man to lead. They wanted to be the man and the woman in the relationships. They wanted to basically be the boss because we, we we see it every day where a lot of black women are in single parent households and they're taking on the mom and the father roles. And these are the type of households that a lot of children are growing up under. So they feel the need to do the same exact thing in their households or in or even if they have a man they don't know how to allow the man to lead because they never was shown these things so it's like it's, it's really hard when you're when you experience these things and you're seeing these things it, it's, it's hard to set a lot of healthy boundaries in your life growing up when all you've known is trauma or when all you've seen is trauma or when all you've heard is trauma like everything in your life that you've ever known has been trauma and Maybe you created some kind of fantasy in your own way to like pretend that none of these things happened, but it happened. And and it definitely affects you in your uh, in your adult relationships. It affects you in the, the type of husband you choose. It affects you. Um, it affects your kids because you uh, basically can bring these characteristics amongst your kids with the type of lifestyle and choices that you make. And I'm here to tell you that it's not okay for any woman to be abused. It's not okay for any woman to feel that they're alone. It's not okay for any woman to be told that they're nothing. It's not okay for a victim to constantly feel like they have to apologize and apologize for things that they have no control over. Parents are supposed to be the first protectors. And the sad part about it is, is because some parents were not the first protectors. Some children, as they got older, they don't even realize a lot of trauma bonding that they are experiencing and they don't even realize that you know things that are happening to them are not their fault but when they were children they always felt like things were their fault so even in their relationships as adults in their marriages in their friendships they always feel responsible they always feel like well maybe if I wouldn't have said this then my friend wouldn't have got upset and not hear or, or and they never ever look at a situation where like okay my friend was wrong for saying this there was nothing that I did wrong in this situation. I believe it's important to take accountability, but I don't believe that every person should feel like everything is always their fault. And a lot of reasons for people 
feeling this way has a lot to do with their childhood, their childhood and their abusive homes and the things that they experienced growing up and always having to be on that fight or flight situation. And a lot of times parents making children take on adult responsibilities before they had to or a lot of times children parents sharing a little bit too much because of their trauma that they experience so then their kids do the same exact thing and it's like a pattern that never stops and what did I say I want to break generational curses right well how are you breaking generational curses if each generation is still doing the same thing I said in my last couple of episodes when I said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same results when are we going to learn to change and break generational curses and not do the same thing and learn how to do things differently than what our parents did and and, and give our children love see the thing about love is that if you never experienced it it can be kind of hard to display to someone so go get some therapy so you can display that love you know like love is so beautiful and your children deserve it they they shouldn't be deprived it they shouldn't feel bad for wanting it it's every child's right to have and if you love your child the right way, then they can love someone else the right way. The the parents have to understand that we're the first teachers. And so are the teachers in school, but we are their first teachers. And we are we have to set the example for our kids because whatever we don't do, trust and believe me, it's going to show in their relationships. Okay? Um, they have to feel safe. You cannot put your kids down and make them feel bad. Some kids may be overweight. It's not your job to sit here and make your child feel like nothing because they're overweight. How about you help them and guide them? How about you take some responsibility for the fact that maybe you could be the reason why they're overweight? Maybe you're the reason why they're depressed. Some of the times parents don't ever want to take responsibilities and understand that certain boundaries that they've crossed in their children's lives are the reasons why their kids are the way they are. Maybe you never taught your kids how to have boundaries because you never had any boundaries in your life. You allow everybody to walk over you. Maybe you overshared a little bit too much. You told too much of your business and now when your kids get older, they do the same exact thing. It is okay to keep some things to yourself and not let everyone know your business because let's be real. Telling you my business is going to do what for me again? Are you going to help me or are you going to talk about me like a dog? What is telling another person your business going to help in any situation other than telling maybe a therapist, someone that don't know you? But a lot of times people don't believe in therapy. They feel like, oh, if you go to therapy, then it's something wrong with you. You know, like you're supposed to just know therapy don't help. No, therapy does help. Therapy helps in so many ways you won't even understand. I believe in therapy. I believe that you should get out whatever feelings you have. I don't think that we should just keep things in and hold it in. I don't believe in just putting a bandaid over your problems and not allowing yourself to heal. I believe that you should heal so that way you can know how to be a better parent and you can be, know how to be a better partner and you can know how to be a better friend. Because when you have all of these different things against you, you don't have the capability to be any other things for anyone else as far as bringing about healthy environments or bringing about healthy communication. You can't be the things that you never knew. You can't be the things that you never experienced. But if you if you learn from what you what what was wrong and try to find a better way out and maybe get some healing and therapy, then you can learn how to create these experiences and learn how to adapt to these new experiences. And trust me when I tell you, even though your life was hard and you may have had a, a, a very troubling childhood, when you learn these positive behaviors or when you get the healing that you need and you forgive your parents for the all the hurt that they've done it's not for them it's for you because you want to free yourself from that pain 
You may never forget what they've done. You may have never forget how maybe your mom didn't wasn't there for you and turned a, bl- a blind eye to maybe something that happened to you and would never talk about maybe a rape. Or you may never forget the fact that your mom allowed her boyfriend to abuse you. You may never forget the fact that maybe your mom allowed you to go into a foster care. You may never forget the fact that maybe your mom chose certain kids and didn't choose you. You know, and you had to, and you've had, maybe have had resentment for her. But one thing I can tell you is, is that if you go to your parents and ask for the truth and they still don't give it to you, you can still heal and you can still just and say to yourself, at least I tried, but I'm not going to allow this situation to prevent me from being great. I'm going to learn from what my mom or my father didn't do. And I'm going to start doing better with my children. I'm going to start doing better with my relationships. I'm going to have a healthy marriage. I'm going to actually learn different different ways to communicate better and effectively. I'm not going to shut people out. I'm not going to ghost people when things get bad and just not tell people my feelings because because I don't know how to express myself. I'm going to learn healthy communication. I'm going to learn how to be a better person. I'm going to learn how to be a better partner. You can learn all of these things. One thing about life is we're all smart and we all can learn. Even if you dropped out of school at a young age or you didn't get an education, you can all learn. I see people every day that are real bosses out here and don't even have an, they didn't even graduate high school, but they are, they're around here teaching courses and they're around here giving formulas to how to be millionaires. So anybody can do it. You just have to believe in yourself and, and understand that you are worthy of everything. You're worthy of love. You're worthy of a great life. And you're worthy of healing. But you have to be the change that you want to be. And the change starts with you. And the change starts today. Today, you're not going to be a victim. You're going to be a survivor. You're going to heal. You're going to get the help you need. You're going to mark today's date down. Whatever date today is of 2023 or, or, you know, whatever year, you know, you're listening to this podcast. As of right now, it's 2023. Um just go ahead and mark it down and say, I'm going to change. Today is going to be the day that I'm going to choose me. Today is going to be the day that I'm going to heal. Today is going to be the day that I'm going to get a therapist. Today is going to be a day that I'm going to read a book about healing. Whatever you have to do to be great and stop ruining and sabotaging your life, start today. Be better than your mom. Be better than your dad. Be better than your siblings. Be better than whoever you've been looking up to that may have not been the best role model. Be better. Be better. Stop making excuses. Stop blaming others for your downfalls in life and start taking accountability today and start saying that, you know what? This may have been my table that I was dealt, but I'm going to play my cards right and I'm going to beat. I'm going to beat every game. I'm going to win at everything I do. I'm going to excel at everything I do. I'm going to be a winner. Today is the day. I love y'all. Have an amazing day. And y'all already know this is your girl, Shanti, keeping it 100. I'm always going to keep it real and authentic. Have a blessed day.